okay Wake up in the morning and I go and get the paper Gotta get the paper Every morning gotta go and get the paper And a nice cup of coffee Hey Geek fans, today on the Geeks we're talking Mars and Star Wars on another Force Friday. Stay tuned. Hello Central Michigan University, this is Ben Solis. My name is Mariah Berry. Mariah Berry. A little bit of a Mariah Carey. Close. And Halle Berry. Together we are the Raven Geeks. We're back here again. It is uh, the first Friday of the month, and you know what that means, Malachi. Force Friday, baby. Force, Force Friday is back. Part two, the university strikes back. Yeah, let's do it. What sounds do sounds on, good. Man? Well, before we get into all this crazy stuff, there's been a lot of space news, and I felt like we uh, would be remiss not to bring it up. But, dude, that supermoon. Did you see the supermoon? You know what, man? Overrated. Overrated? Yeah. Wow. See, I was, I, was, I was hyped, man. I was real hyped. I, I searched around Mount Pleasant for hours. For those of you who, who decided to try to watch it locally, yet couldn't see it, too much cloud coverage. I drove around for about an hour looking for a hot spot. So you got played. I did get, I got jumped, real played. Bought in on the hype of the supermoon. Yep, super Classic move. move. Yep, got me down, man. Got fooled. So what, what was the, what's the whole deal with the supermoon? Is it just bigger? Or well, okay, so with the, with the supermoon, yeah, it's closer to the Earth, so that's why it's much larger. But with, in this case, it was a super blood moon, uh, which is a pretty rare occurrence. It's a full lunar eclipse. Okay. So basically, if you know what eclipses are, you had science class. Basically, the only time that you could resurrect the evil necromancer. Pretty much. It has nothing to do with any other science. Why do they call it a blood moon? Well, because when, when the Earth gets in the way of the sun... It gives off this reddish hue, okay. which then illuminates the the lunar uh, module, known as the moon. Okay. Yeah, yeah, satellite. Uh, and it turns it red. So it was kind of nice, bright, uh, bloodish color. The interesting thing is is that this happens uh, very rarely. I think it, the last time it happened was 1982. Mm. Uh, so it was 33 years ago. And uh, these things form tetrads, and a tetrad is basically a series of these eclipses and moons and things like that. So there's four of them in the last two years, hmm. like almost like, like clockwork, right? And that has got a lot of people uh, speculating some evil things. Like what? Some evil. Oh, there's a lot of prophecy involved in this, man. So, okay. So the wizard Agamemnon there's, will be resurrected. There's Mormon prophecy about this. There's well, okay, Mormon, wait there's, a minute. I know, there's a lot of Mormon prophecies There can't be any, this. like ominous Mormon prophecies. What's their prophecy? Like, cheese is going to cost more next month? Oh, something? my God. The Salt Lake. Salt Lake is getting a lot more salty. You're going to lose about 10% of the corn harvest? Yeah, yeah, pretty much. So there's, there's I'm thinking Amish. That's not really a Mormon no, 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 thing, no. is Mormons, it? Mormons, Amish, two different things. Right. Yeah, exactly. Children of the corn, not Mormons. I've heard that enough, having a yeah, name yeah. that I do. Yeah. So, uh, but yeah, there's a lot of, like, weird stuff attached to it. There's also a bunch of, like, end-time prophecies in, like, the Bible that, that reach back to blood moons. Uh, most of Revelations talks about, you know, the, the moon becoming red as blood before mm -hmm. the sixth seal is opened. What? <laughs> so a lot of people are harping on this. Okay. Um, Wait, so how many blood moons have there been? If we're assuming see, that each blood a, moon opens a seal. I'm glad you opened, talked about this because this is, like, about, like, thousands of seals at this point. Okay. You know what I mean? Uh, in 82 it happened, same thing, four tetrads, a bunch of other times in the 60s. So it's kind of ridiculous. But, but if you want to fall in with all the craziness, mm -hmm. a lot of these tetrads have been before really, really incredible moments in okay. geopolitics. Get out of here. There's a guy named Baxter. I forget what his first name is, but uh, basically Guardian did a huge piece about this, about NASA saying, listen, don't believe the hype. The world is not going to end in this blood moon. Okay. Uh, but this guy warns uh, that previous tetrads have had stark consequences, and I'm reading directly from the Guardian right now, uh, had stark consequences for Jewish people over the years. Uh, the Spanish Inquisition took place before the tetrad of 19, uh, 1493 and 94. 
the Tetrad of 1949 and 1950 occurred just before the founding of Israel. The uh, Tetrad of 67 and 68 occurred just before the Six-Day War was fought in Jerusalem. Okay, like how close though? Like that same year, like two days before? Maybe like a year before. Get out of here. Like right before. I don't happened. believe any of that. But I mean, even if like ancient ancient prophecy, even outside of the monotheistic thing, which is obviously a lot of BS sometimes. What's what's the going? You know, what's the beef here between the blood moon and the and the Jews? What's going on here? I mean, I don't why know. Antagonize Maybe it's a blood Jews. thing. You know, Maybe I I, I know that there's like a lot of like you know weird stuff going on. But uh, yeah, it's it's strange. So this guy thinks that it's about to happen again. So, but I mean, come on, man! Right after it happened, now now Russia and uh, the U.S. are duking it out with airstrikes in Syria. We've been duking it out for like forty years or something. It at is this a point. Sign, so okay. whatever. It is clearly. You can a point sign. to anything. I'm gonna go home and put my uh, silver uh, tinfoil hat on. Yeah, you might as well. Burn some things. We should do a second round of uh, conspiracy. Remember we did that yeah, episode yeah, last. Yeah, 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 that was yeah. pretty fun. I think this would be a good one. Uh, well, yeah, we could look into that. We'll do that next time. That's a lot of fun. Tetrads, man. Yeah, tetrads, man. Tetrads be whack. Tetrads be scary. You got boxes full of tetrads at this point. Totally. So well, you know, okay, if that's fine, Malachi. If that doesn't impress you enough, I got something that might. Red rocks. Red rocks. Mars, baby. There's water on Mars. Water on freaking Mars. Yeah. How do you feel about that? That's kind of a that's kind of a, uh, it's a big thing. It's unprecedented. That's pretty cool. That's that's it. That's that's yeah. it. It's pretty. We got cool. water here. It's real cool, Malachi. Yeah, it's Let me dope. tell you how why it's so cool. Because the water that they did found were not just small pockets. It wasn't like frozen ice under like, you know, a rock formation. These are streams of 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 liquid mm-hmm. throughout the summertime mm-hmm. that will stream through like different uh, like striations and mountains. So you're talking, how, about running, talking about running water, man. Like rivers, yeah. Like rivers, yeah. Like probably. how wide are we talking now? Like a couple inches, okay. you know. How deep? A couple inches. A couple inches deep, a couple inches wide. You got some striations. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. What there's they, no Mars salmon, though, right? There's, there, are no, there are no Mars salmon swimming upstream just yet. Yeah. I, so. I don't know. I mean, it opens the... the uh, they're trying to find microbes, right? So that's I guess that's exactly right. The, the possibility for that smaller form of life. What if we find some kind of alien life on Mars that's like super basic, like plankton? And then we like engineer it. What would we engineer it to? Exactly. Oh God. Yeah, coming in, coming this fall, we'll find out. <laughs> the possibilities are you. yeah, right. <laughs> the possibilities are endless. Yeah, no, it's interesting. Uh, they're just searching for microbes. I don't think they have any illusions that there's gonna be any kind of life. Us hanging out. Well, microbes is still life, you know. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. It really um, expands the scope of the universe, the potential of all those other planets and worlds. Truly. I mean, that goes back to saying that the, the elements that have given us life here exist elsewhere mm-hmm. in wow. streams of salt water. Yes. Yeah. It's salt water. It's not fresh water. I mean, it's not fresh water, man. Mm. So we can't drink it. Damn it. Can't go and harvest water on, on Mars. Some thirsty astronauts down there. Yeah, yeah. Well, it also, uh, that opens the possibility for like colonizing too, right? Yes, it does. Yes, it does. Hmm. So it's interesting. Big things, man. That scared me. That scared me, man. Did you notice that that it's came out right after that that blood that moon blood too? Moon? Yeah, that hey. could be the ominous warning. Ooh. We're gonna have like some weird colonial war over resources on the Mars Ooh. planet in the future. We're setting up like this battle world. Dun 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 dun. Meanwhile, the microbes are gonna like turn out to be space parasites or something and like give people zombie virus. It's it's messed up, man. Oh, yeah. This is exactly how it happens. Yep. You go to some stream, there's like some great scientific discovery. Oh, Next on Mars. Thing you know, aliens are killing everyone. Oh, God. The planet's in jeopardy. Why did we do it? I think we should just pull back. Just ignore all of it? Yeah. Detonate those robots. They shouldn't even touch the Earth's surface. Wow. Wow. 
That's extreme. That's a real extreme uh, principle. I think NASA's about to lock you down, dude. Hey, man, I'm just trying to keep us all safe. Somebody has to. <laughs> Someone's got to fight the war. I'm the man this world needs. Indeed you are, sir. You know what else we need? A little bit of Star Wars in our lives. True that. Oh, it's so close, Malachi. It's so close, I oh, can taste it. I can taste it. Between I can the taste sips it. of well, Red Bull. It like Chewbacca fur stuck between my teeth. It's Chewbacca fur? Do you floss with it? Well, yeah, you, you probably could. It's thick enough, yeah, I, would, nice. I would assume. Not very, not very flavorful, though. A little mangy. Yeah. What, uh, what Star Wars news do we have here? Well, interesting thing game? enough, uh, you know, it's Force Friday. On Force Friday, we always talk about Star Wars stuff. Yes. You know, merchandise. That's what Force Friday is all about. Um, I showed this to you earlier in the week, and you seemed pretty excited about it, so I wanted to bring it up. Ladies and gentlemen, Star Wars Battlefront for the PS4 will utilize Morpheus virtual reality technology, much like an Oculus scope, whatever, mm -hmm. uh, to play the game. So you can play the game with a visor full on into the experience with a joystick. How much is that going to cost? Probably a lot of freaking money. <laughs> yeah. Probably way more than what it would be anyway. I mean, you get get, get it with the bundle, right? So yeah. you got to figure there's a, a high PS4 that's like 400 bucks, right? Mm -hmm. Plus a Morpheus like Oculus visor. That's got to be another couple hundred that, bucks. Yeah, that's probably like three hundred dollars on its own. Time. Oh yeah, so you're spent. You're spending like almost like half a half a G trying to get Star Wars. Does that come with like the weird conveyor pad that you like walk around? No, on? no, 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 no. This is this it's is like, like a, a stationary. Yeah, and it's, okay. it's in the shape of a of a rebel helmet too. That's pretty dope. It is real dope. That's so pretty cool. It looked pretty cool. There's a there's a video. Uh, I'm not going to show you guys the video, but I'll put it on the Facebook page. Sure. I'll yeah. put it on social media of some people playing this, uh, and it's pretty hype, man. It looks. It just looks cool. Even look at look at this. That's pretty cool. It's pretty pretty. Just bad. in general, I mean, that, the game looks really good. For as long as it's, as long as we've been waiting for it to come out, you know, we never really thought it was going to happen. Yeah. They actually seem to be doing a pretty good job with it. And the interesting thing too is that it, the, the timing couldn't be more perfect too, because you got all these people. Blood Moon. Yeah, you know, they got the Blood Moon, <laughs> and then you got all these people like hyped up for Star Wars. You yeah. Know? Introduce us. I mean, look at all the other goofy games that they've had with virtual reality. You remember Virtual Boy? Did you ever play Virtual Boy? I didn't. That was that the one that was like the red screen. It was the red screen. It was, it was like simulated 3D, but all uh, it did was make people sick. It was pretty bad. Yeah. I remember playing that as a kid and just being like, "This is ridiculous." So I hope this works out, man. I've been I've been interested in Oculus and Morpheus for for a real long time. Mm -hmm. But uh, yeah, that's just one one item that you can have. Uh, if you're into the canon, if you're into the uh, the the plot behind all this, ignore all the toys, ignore all the other minutia and static going on. New books, man. New extended universe books. Because what's more exciting than toys? Yep. Reading. Books. Yeah. <laughs> Sitting down and imagining things. That sounds awful. But yeah, but uh, these these books are uh, directly linked now to uh, Force Awakens. So there's been a bunch of other different ones that have come out uh, since they decided to... Wipe away all the old continuity, basically. Yeah, pretty much. So they've been rewriting this, this extra canon to fill in the void, which mm -hmm. is so stupid because a lot of that extra canon probably will fit right in... And look, what they're doing. 90, I want to say 95%, maybe even 99, if I'm being like super honest. That is not conservative at all. 99% of the expanded universe stuff sucked. Pretty much, yeah. It was, it was a lot of garbage. But like, there was some cool stuff in there. Like Jabba the Hutt's brother yeah. coming back. Yeah, all kinds of, like, Boba Fett going into the Sarlacc pit, like, three additional times yeah. after coming yeah. out the first oh time. Oh, God, I can't get out! You just keep slipping. They need to put, like, a, a mat down there or something so that you can, can keep his traction. Can we get some traction yeah. or some steps it's leading like out of the, the Sarlacc? Yeah. 
Um, but like, you know, there was some really cool stuff in there that's kind of a shame that it's not there anymore. Yes, there is. So hopefully that some of this will, will rectify that. Um, there's Aftermath, which is which was out before, which directly takes what happened in Return of the Jedi, trying to spin it a little bit. I've actually been meaning to read that because apparently the book opens, you know, like that celebration montage. That yeah, they yeah, have yeah. At uh, the on end Endor, of, yeah. Well, yeah, and then they show like Coruscant, like everybody's having fun. Sure, sure, yeah. Apparently the book opens like people tear down a statue of Palpatine and then like immediately uh, Imperial cruisers like start firing on the crowd. So it's not like as smooth a transition as you would have thought, which makes sense. Oh, for you, sure. You just like kill the two main guys and all of a Everybody's sudden. Everybody's just gonna give up now. <laughs> this We're giant good. spanning empire is like, you know, dissolved. Absolutely, and that's what's cool. I mean, I mean, they're playing with this this first order concept of this mm-hmm. is like you know these renegade, uh, angry, ex empire people trying to take back what's theirs. Um, it's good. So yeah, I mean, there's that. There's that. There's a bunch of different things. I think there's one called Lost Stars. There's a Han Solo specific one, a Luke Skywalker specific one. But the interesting thing about these is that they drop these little hints throughout all these books about really important facts about hmm. Force Awakens, things that might happen. Um, but they're pretty cool. I actually saw them at Meyer the other day. Meyer's got a bunch of great Star Wars stuff. Oh yeah. If you're if you're really into the Star Wars merchandise thing, dude, Meyer's got a sick selection right now. I'm not trying to pump. Why do Meyer. we always do like inadvertent ads? On you know what it is because I'm just Meyer's not paying us. I am a rampant consumerist. God. I'm a proud capitalist. I'm apparently. the opposite. Find it online. Find it online. I want it free. Screw them. Which I could torrent download. I probably shouldn't say that on a podcast, but uh, you know what I mean. Yeah, but there's, I mean, there's a lot of cool stuff, I guess, in town. But they do have these books. I was, I was go, going shopping, and I stopped yeah. for like 15 minutes. To How hard stuff. is it to get caught up in all of the uh, the fanfare and all of the merchandise that's coming out now? Oh, I mean, it's big time. I mean, you gotta understand. Like, look at me, man. And I'll talk about this a little later. Like, you know, in the strata of Star Wars and Star Trek. I mean, I grew up on Star Trek. I know Star Trek so much better than I do the Star Wars canon. Mm-hmm. Um, but I am amped. I am amped to buy every single piece of Star Wars memorabilia that I can, just because I'm so caught up in the fact that these movies might be really good. Maybe. But, you know. But what if they're not? What if they're not good? What if this is a terrible situation? What if this blows up in our faces? What do you? <laughs> what are we gonna do, man? I don't know if my heart can take it. I've already been broken down once. God, God. So I mean. Malachi and I've kind of I can love again. Yeah, no, we put a little thought into this and uh, we're a little concerned that you know things might go the other way. Yeah. Oh god. In which case drastic measures may be in order. Yes, they might. And so we have to decided that we're going to play another on-show game with you guys here as we did on Force Friday last time. Our last game was a Snoop Jedi Wood. Mm-hmm. Check it out. We're going to play what are you going to do if Abram fails miserably? I've got I've got two things that I think that I will do. Actually, I've got three. I've got three main main focuses. I can read you what those focuses are, okay, and you can harp off of them, or you can create your own. I'll do a little of both. Why don't you throw me out one? Okay, right now. sounds good. I'll do the first one then. Uh, loathing, supreme loathing, because you mentioned it too. You'll be heartbroken. Yeah. So my loathing may not be as bad as yours, as I mentioned. I'm not necessarily a huge big Star Wars fan, but mm-hmm. I can't imagine a world where I would be completely devastated if this was awful. That being said. I still would be incredibly heartbroken, especially after all the hype and wanting all of this classic Star Wars kind of feeling to come back in our generation. Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, I got robbed. You got robbed with the the intro uh, trilogy. We also got robbed with the all the the, the they're not necessarily remakes, but they were the reissues with oh, all the fancy the graphics. Yeah, the special editions. Yeah, the so remastered editions that like bastardized. Our them. generation has not been real uh, real 
treated very kindly with the Star mm-hmm. Wars thing. So yeah, I'd be I'd be a little upset, you know. If it, if it could possibly suck, then I'll probably rail on Abrams for a good long time, which I don't want to do, man. I love J.J. Abrams. What would you do? Where's what's your course of loathing here? Well, look. <laughs> I, let me break it down for you. All, all it takes to turn good men evil is just one bad day. Mm-hmm. And, yeah. uh, you know, I feel if I was pushed to the, to the wall of what I'm capable of handling as a human being. Or doing. It may shatter me. <laughs> it may shatter you. There may be a time where I drive to Toys R Us with a bottle full of gasoline and I torch the entire toy section of commemorative Luke and Han toys. I've seen it happen before. <laughs> it's <laughs> not uncommon. There may be a time where I selectively wedgie people in line at Comic-Con who have Leia bikinis. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There may be a time And not because you just want to do it, but because you're angry. And because, you know what, I understand that we deserve it at this point. <laughs> it would completely destroy my notions of human decency. I can tell Malachi's been thinking about this <laughs> for a long run time. Run me to my core. No, I don't know. I just came up with that off the top. That's mind. good. What's, that's uh, that's what's, real good. What's your second one? So, uh, yeah, that's, that's a that's, – I mean, God, I feel like I want to go cry now. Um, I would I – would Seriously, resort to hostage taking, much like your uh, mm-hmm. your defilement of of toy stores. I'd, <laughs> dude, I'd start taking hostages. I would concoct a plan. Okay. To kidnap Lawrence Kasdan, J.J. Abrams, and the original cast, whatever's left of the original cast, and I would lock them away in a bunker in the desert of California. You know, the last known whereabouts of the Manson family. And uh, I would awaken them by force mm-hmm. each morning with a repetitive sampling of Ron Carter's Empire Jazz. Empire Jazz is a uh, jazz version of most Star Wars themes. And a glass of blue milk. Sure, surely. Over and over and over again, they will have to listen to a ragtime version of the most Isley Cantina theme oh, that's miserable. A- until they can't take it anymore. The only thing that would stop their torture are 40-minute sessions daily of recreating classic Star Wars scenes in which I will make the new cast watch and take notes <laughs> and test out of. With the... Excess, express uh, purpose of making another movie is that what you're? Well, we're, we'll, we we hope to get some movie rights out of it because uh, I, I think this is this is what I would do. I would just devote myself to dropping out of college and moving out to L.A. Mm. to start my career as a film magnet. Film magnet, magnate. Yeah. Is that how you say it? <laughs> I just attract lots of nice films. <laughs> Look, all right. Step one is learning how to say my title. Okay, sure, sure. We're not there yet. You're so a mogul. Cut me some slack. You're kind of a mogul. Yeah, so I would start by opening up an independent studio. Okay. Uh, maybe some adult films just to raise capital. You know what? Listen, you got to do what Everybody you starts do. there. Okay? You're a broke college it's student. showbiz. Okay. Yeah, exactly. Right. You got to take your lumps. Okay. After my independent uh, film company really takes off and is known for creating great, uh, low budget but high quality films, I will so- start to selectively buy up properties in the area, other mm. kind of media companies and things mm. like that. Mm. Eventually, I will get to the point where I can merge it with Disney. That's a lot of capital, man. Yeah. Well, look, this is the best best revenge is served cold over a long period <laughs> absolutely, of time. Absolutely, absolutely. And then once I take over the Hollywood establishment, I would probably just fire everyone and Except George Clooney. And go out to the Skywalker Ranch. Oh wow. And I don't know. And just I haven't gotten that far. Yeah, you might might become a hermit. Yeah. You maybe. might you might stay there. Might be too powerful for your own good, so you'll lock yourself away. Could be it. Yeah, yeah. Speaking of, uh, have you heard some of the theories about What's going on with this movie right now? I have, I have actually, and um, that that's, it brings up our other segment of just this, this, these insane theories that people have about this movie, about how it's going to carry on. 
some of these are ridiculous, but some of them kind of make a little bit of sense. And I, I brought up the books earlier because one of them, one theory in, in particular, I hope you've read this too, because if not, this is Spoiler City. Whatever. It's really not that bad, actually. Um, io9 produced an article, and for what it's worth, io9 is, is okay. Yeah, they're right. Um, about how Darth Vader can actually fit into all of this. Oh, I did read this actually. Yeah, yeah this was this is really interesting and it's kind of cool. Um, there's a, a concept being played that they can clone people very easily still, despite you know the Empire's cloning process probably being completely dismantled. Yeah. Um, but a lot of people think that Kylo Ren, our uh, our resident uh, new Sith boy, if he is that, because we don't know if he is a real Sith or not. Yeah. Um, is collecting parts of uh, Darth Vader. And the hope that maybe he can clone him and bring him back. Does that mean we're going to be getting another whiny, young Anakin in this movie? That is that is a good question. Because they got to grow him to... And no no one freaking knows, it, man. It, it, you know what? Okay. Because you're not talking about like just getting like, I, I'm going to clone Darth Vader as he was as like a 40-year-old man. So you got to clone someone, raise him up, to be an evil Jedi and sure. then, like cut off his arms and legs and put him in a robot suit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is that kind of the and plan? not expect any kind of backlash for any of that. Well, that's the thing too. Is that there's like rumors circling around that Hayden Christensen, the guy who played Anakin in the first three movies, surely is uh, it might be coming back as a Force ghost or something like that. Well, yeah, that's what they're thinking. Okay, either or he's in be this a Force situation, ghost or maybe he'll be a fully grown clone of Darth Vader. I couldn't handle that, man. You know what? I've never really made the connection. Still. There just wasn't a, a good enough transition between him and then, like, the Darth Vader suit that I still don't associate them as being the same person. No, no, me neither. Head. Well, that scene was really rushed, too. It was really just, like, oh, ham-fisted for sure. To use to use your uh, Thank you, yes. Yeah, no problem. And uh, to kind of put Hayden Christensen in this trilogy, and look, the special editions already had him as a ghost, which I thought was a terrible idea because... Why? He didn't die that age. It's it's not like that when make any sense. Obi Wan died, he came back as like physically prime Obi Wan. He was like old man Obi Wan. So why wouldn't he? Be <laughs> I came old back man? the way that I died. Yeah, unless you can like choose, which opens up a whole new host of possibilities. Well, he is the most powerful Jedi. I guess, but like anyway, okay, I'm getting sidetracked. <laughs> We're off in the Jedi clouds. Anyway, here. to see him uh, be kind of put in the same movie with like Mark Hamill would just be kind of weird. I don't think I would like it. I mean, because the whole point of these movies is to kind of forget about all the prequel garbage anyway. Absolutely, and move on. Yep, but uh, if this theory is correct, we're not moving on anytime soon. Um, that's why they think that, you know, he's collecting all these different things, that they're kind of these relics. A lot of people think that that's why Finn factors into this, that Finn will be, be becoming a Jedi by the only sole purpose of keeping this stuff out of Kylo Ren's hands. Yeah. Which is kind of a cool I like that. idea, you know? You're not with the force, but the force needs you, so it takes you on. Yeah, that's kind of that's an endearing prospect, ain't it? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, yeah, in the same way that kind of Luke was calling his warms dream. warms the cockles I think that's, of your heart. That's a cool idea that you, you and your heart. <laughs> you cockles. and your cockles. <laughs> God, Jesus. God. Uh, I think it's cool that he is like stylizing himself after Darth Vader. Though. That's pretty cool. I do too. I, I've heard that like his mask is kind of based on the same kind of mask, or and he's got like this, you know. Uh, Tinker Toy Workshop lightsaber that he kind of built. Yep. So he's like trying to learn more about the dark side, yep. but like nobody's around to teach him. Some people think that the the the, the Force Ghost talking to Kylo Ren isn't going to be Palpatine at all. It might. It could be Vader. That would be pretty cool. You know what I mean? Or maybe he'll show up in like a holocron or something. Could be. Yeah. Easily. That'd be all right. Yeah. I just wouldn't want it to be Hayden Christensen. That would be weird. No. He didn't really have enough time being a Sith anyway to like... No, he really didn't. Until he went into the robot suit. Yeah. And if you think about it, I mean, 
he was only really Darth Vader for like 20 years. We had this like concept of that like you know Darth Vader has been around for almost like a like a hundred year rule. Yeah. Because that's always how they set it up, you know. Well, yeah. In the original trilogy, they never said how long the Empire was established for. So you just like assumed it was a really long time. Isn't that crazy? The, the Empire was only established for about a good 20 years. Like basically the same amount of time that Luke was alive. Only. Until like a new hope, you know. That's my whole point. Yeah, that's it, not long at all. It's like, oh, we we've collectivized this entire galaxy, but uh, kind of still new. Yeah. Weird, very weird. The reason why I brought up the books is because this this theory does line up with with something that they mentioned in the books that there is a group um, of fanatics who go around and collect different things from the Empire. Mm-hmm. They call themselves the Acolytes of the Beyond. Uh, I know, right? That sounds like a bad indie band. Yeah, yeah. So this is why... Progressive rock troop. Yeah, right? We are the Acolytes of Beyond. Like a death metal band. That too, yeah. Yeah, You can stay quiet. Uh, They're fanatics of the dark side. They're collectors who pay dearly for lightsabers uh, of different uh, Sith Lords. And uh, they have a big, like, thing where there's, like, a stencil on a cave somewhere that says Vader lives, Mm. right? So if you take that into consideration that there's already this group, probably within the First Order, who believes in this crap anyway there was there was some talking even in the first couple movies um in, in the in the prequel trilogy that they were saying like we could bring your mom back to, to anakin didn't, mm-hmm. didn't the emperor say that uh a couple of times to him that like there's possibly the force can bring people back oh yeah i guess know? so yeah and whether that's a lie or not there's weird dark side techniques i mean they could be feeding that to kylo ren you know what i mean sure and just you know i think he's I, honestly, right now, even though we haven't seen a whole lot, I think Kylo Ren's probably like the coolest character that they have right now. He looks really cool. Yeah, he looks really cool, even without his mask on. Man, he looks a little angsty. He's a good-looking dude. But he's, yeah, he's a good guy. Yeah, I'm secure enough to say that. Yeah, yeah, I'm glad. You know what? I, I can't I can't let this uh, podcast leave without going over one last thing that I might do. Oh, Star Wars sucks. Okay. I'm sorry. It's too good. I have to do it. I'd boycott, but I'd boycott in a very specific way here, Malachi. I'm I'm all ears. I would start the Force Guild for Proper Canon Restoration. It's a, a group of fine, nerdy young men and women dedicated to preserving the traditional values of Star Wars mm-hmm. in a world consumed by man uh, by ca- modern uh, canon updates. We'll advocate for uh, same trilogy coupling, <laughs> decrying fans. Uh, what does that mean? <laughs> defying, decrying fans' legal right to marry opposing trilogy fans. Okay. Yeah, yeah, you know, kind of separation, a little bit of segregation. Segregation is that what? We're basically with First Order or the Empire's Tea Party. Oh, okay. So uh, that is, man, that really drove you to the edge, then. Yeah, man, going real on the fringe. Really would have corrupted you. Well, hopefully that won't have to happen. Yeah, I don't want to have to. I'm pretty confident right now. Everything coming out looks pretty good. I am too. I am too. I'm really. uh, I just can't wait, man. We got two more months. We got two more months, and then it's here. That's pretty pretty soon. But it's cool. We got that means we got two Force Fridays. That's right. Yes, sir. Yeah, so we're at the end of our uh, end of our rope. Got any uh, recommendations? Well, I remember. Okay, so I recommended Invincible two weeks ago, I think, and yes, at that point, I was only up to like the ninth or tenth issue. Mm-hmm. That series takes a completely different turn than I had thought. So I'm going to re 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 recommend. I'm going to re recommend it, but just in the context of I'm up to like a hundred and. 15 now Interesting. so i've read through pretty much i think they're on like 126 or something and i can't find like the newer ones cool so i'm pretty much where they're at but that okay so the whole thing is like he's the son of this superman kind of hero right yeah well and then we we kind of talked about too he finds out that this guy is actually part of like an alien race that conquers planets and he was like posing as a superman guy to like get everybody on the uh, his good side you know mm-hmm 
So they fight, uh, he gets driven off into space, and then basically from then on, it's like, I don't know, it, it takes, you see superheroes fight all the time, right? But you don't really see them get damaged. This no, is no. like, they fight. You get a couple of nicks here and there, but you don't see like massive blood or like This is like, like really visceral fights. Like these yeah. are people like fighting because like one guy is going to like destroy the planet and the other guy like is trying to stop him so they fight until like they're bloody pulps like it's was not what i was expecting it's still really well written it's written by robert kirkman who did the walking dead and he hits a lot of those same like story beats where like he makes you think everything's gonna be okay and then this like real badass alien guy shows up and oh no he like kills the girlfriend or something and it's like it's crazy they play with a lot of uh sci-fi conventions too which i think we talked about a little bit yeah um but really like long-term stuff like you get sucked into another dimension, but time works slower over there. So really, like, their friends were in this dimension for, like, 700 years, and they were able to, like, take over the planet. And, like, when they come back, they're, like, all crazy now. I don't know. All kinds of, like, weird situations like that. Um, but it's really good. It's just a little bit more mature than I was thinking. So if you guys jumped into it and were like, why is this dude, like, in half right now? Now you know. Now you know. In case you didn't know, now you know. Uh, I'm going back. It seems that uh, my retro retro thing works out pretty well. Going back and visiting movies that I didn't really uh, take seriously. Yeah. I, saw, I saw From Dust Till Dawn for the first time like a month ago. And I've been watching it like over and over again ever since. Well, I don't know what that is. From Dust Till Dawn is a Robert Rodriguez movie. Oh, okay. Okay. It's uh, got Tarantino in it. George Clooney's in it too. They're basically bank robbers, real like psychopathic SOBs, mm-hmm. and they eventually find themselves in a horde of vampires <laughs> what? Uh, who attempt to try to kill them, and they've okay. got to kill all of How them. How have I too. not heard of this? Oh, it's yeah, that's my thing is that I've always seen it, and I've always just like just looked at it and just like ah uh, okay whatever. Because I'm not I'm not a huge Robert Rodriguez fan. I like Desperado. I like that whole El Mariachi uh, string of movies that the trilogy that he had. Basically, they were all the same movie. They were pretty much all the same movie, but they're really cool. They're nice, cool shoot 'em ups, but. Uh, I don't know, like, Planet Terror was, like, okay for me. Machete is a ridiculous movie. Yeah. But uh, this one's actually really kind of cool. Tarantino's character in it is uh, insane. Is he a main character? Yes, he is. He's very creepy. I'm not going to give too much away, but he's extreme. I had a bad taste in my mouth while watching that whole thing. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is really, wow, I don't usually get that. But it's an intense flick, and I feel like an ignorant uh, bastard for not being into it. But now I am. Well, you've, you've rectified it. You've solved I've it. Rectified. If you it's haven't seen that movie, go see it. It's one of the probably best vampire movies uh, in uh, modern history. Which it's not really saying much. Nope. Lot to no, from. it is not. And it's violent as uh, crap. So As the Dickens. As, as the say. Dickens. Right. As the Dickens. Well, thank you very much, Malachi, uh, as always. I tip my hat to you, good sir. You're a fine, fine nerding, uh, nerding individual. But we'll be back. We'll be keep going what we got to do. We got a Facebook page, as we mention every single time. Please like us on Facebook, Raving Geeks. Also, Twitter, follow us there, at Raving Geeks. And uh, as always, you can email us at uh, news at cm-life.com. Uh, we're also going to – our, we have our own email. I always forget what our own email is. Isn't it just ravinggeeks at Gmail? I think it's something something weird. There's some there's some Well, try to email it. There's some interesting interesting. <laughs> we'll find it out. We'll figure it out again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But the, the social media works the best. But uh, thank you very much again, guys, for joining us. Download us on iTunes, also on SoundCloud. Uh, and we post our stuff to the website too, cm lifecom So uh, join us, same bat time, same bat network next week. Thanks. You can follow the latest from CM Life by liking us on Facebook, following us on Twitter, Instagram, and Snapchat.
Download our app and subscribe to CM Life podcast channel on iTunes. The print edition of CM Life is published Monday and Thursday and is distributed throughout campus and Mount Pleasant. Thank you for listening and supporting CM Life student media.